Welcome back to another episode of Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This is a follow-up to a previous show, episode number 35, Mental Health Podcast Challenge, where I told an intimate story about how we all suffer from mental health at one time or another in our lives. For those of you who are new to my show, I thought I'd share this episode again. Plus, it's a good reminder to be a little extra patient, call a friend that you haven't heard from for some time, and just be a little better of a person, of a human being to each other. The person who put the request out back in January is an acquaintance in my Calgary podcasting community. His name is River. Great name, hey? He lost his sister to suicide recently, and since this change of life moment, he's been a huge advocate of mental health in our community. And abroad, I'm sure. Take a listen. Welcome back to another special episode of Valerie's Variety Podcast, a sensitive episode where I discuss mental health. Yes, mental health. Enjoy the episode. Emotional. Wear my heart on my sleeve. Lost friends, lost family. Had a breakdown in my kitchen when work got too stressful. Love things and people probably more than I should. When I was in grade 5 or 12 years old, I was living in a rough area with rough people. It was low-income housing in Edmonton. I watched my neighbor take acid when I was 11 and have an episode. I watched my other neighbor have an epileptic attack, a grand mal seizure with, while me and my sister plus other neighborhood kids were around. I remember being so scared and curious that I couldn't look away or leave, but too scared to get too close to this moment. I watched my grandmother die of cancer, lost my grandpa from my mom's side. He fell off a roof and had a heart attack. Found by neighbor kids the same age as my daughter is today. I have immediate family members that don't respond to my calls, texts, emails, videos. They aren't around for important moments that they're invited to, like concerts and Christmas and Thanksgiving. They've been reached out to, and they're very important to me. They're included, but they just don't respond. They suffer from mental illness. They are crushed by their own sense of sadness and loss and can't find their way out of it to reach out or connect or respond to the people that love them the most, like me. Watching my friend struggle with her job and her personal life at the same time, we always say you should have balance. If work is difficult, your home life has to be solid. Sadness envelopes me when I think about my family as a child and miss everyone. My heart swells and becomes heavy. Not because they're gone or don't respond, 
but because of the time we had together as a family. Those days have passed and there are happy moments that fill my heart and make it redder. When I was 37 years old, my husband had open heart surgery. I was looking at being a widow under 40. I was fearful my daughter would grow up without her dad. I have people in my life that are unkind and they're unkind to the people I love deeply. These people are mean-spirited and passive-aggressive and narcissistic, and they cross the line too much to count. And as such, I choose not to include them to save my heart from further pain. Mental illness to me is all of these things. And if we allow ourselves to be crushed by sadness, hope, disparity, strength, this will happen. We will be crushed. Mental illness will set in and conquer our lives. What we need to do is to embrace it, live it, let it fester for its time, and then forgive it, leave it by the curb, and become more whole than you have ever. This is now part of you, whether you like it or not. The heaviness of this moment, this person, this loss, this love, I have my moments with Christmas just passed and not seeing my mom for another Christmas. But I have friends that fill up my days and I'm open to trying, buying, eating, drinking, talking, playing, being together, saying yes when asked, being the asker because I need to be purposeful and fulfilled. Love life more and be better, do more and be stronger for it. But reaching out to the people who matter and who you matter to is the most important. Mental illnesses are cognitive thinking skills. Can we presume we know what someone is thinking? Yes, of course. Is it accurate to the depths we want to perceive it to be? Likely not. It may be close, but it's not the everything. For me, I need to be with people. From what I know about mental illness is that it's a lonely spot to be in. It's cold and isolated. When you're with people, you feel warm and cared for. This matters. You matter. We need to matter to people and to the most important person, ourself. I lost one of the most important people to me a year or so ago. And I have this hole in my heart even when I write this. No tears now, as time has healed this emotion of breaking my barrier of tears. But I feel sad that she's no longer in my life. I feel like a void is truly there. She was a friend, a dear, sweet, non-deserving friend to be taken by cancer. But I'm stronger for knowing her, perhaps better too as she has taught me to have more fun in life and enjoy life just a bit more. Make life easier on ourselves and be our best people.
Reflecting on mental illness, I use these life trials as a ladder to build up my character. Get that fodder in my life for me to share amongst my best people at the dinner table to better my friendships. One never knows who is going through these moments in life, so give someone just a bit more patience. Do a little better to make life easier for someone else. And remember, you are not alone. Thank you. My name is Valerie Moss. This is the Valerie's Variety Podcast for the Mental Illness Podcast Challenge. Stop the stigma. Thank you for listening and taking a spot out of your day to be with me and to give me your time. I truly appreciate it. Think about your friends and family who are going through some hard times. Give them a text, email, or a call to say hi and check in. Do it today. They may not respond, but you can guarantee they loved hearing from you. Thank you to River for putting this challenge out there. And thanks to my friend Amber for editing the episode. Thanks to London for the intro and outro. And please share your thoughts with me in confidence if you have a story you'd like to share about mental illness or a challenge that you've gone through in your life. I'd love to be your support to hear your story. What did you think of this? Mental health podcast challenge was accepted. I was chosen and received a little kit by a local company called Stress Case. And this little kit contained all sorts of lovely items. First thing is called golden milk. It's a powder you mix with your favorite milk, quote unquote, or coconut milk, almond milk, whatever kind of milk you drink. Add MCT oil, so medium chain triglycerides, or butter, heat and simmer. Ingredients are turmeric, ginger, pepper, and cinnamon. I haven't tried this yet, but it's supposed to reduce inflammation, support brain and joint health, and calm digestive issues. Oh, and it's a deep mustard color. It's stunning. The second item is called a loving bath bomb. Self-explanatory. However, it's kind of shaped like a flat disc style about the size of a hockey puck. The next thing are these rose rose quartz meditation crystals to reduce anxiety with a little note of step-by-step instructions on how to calm your mind. These little gems are soft-sided, and when they touch each other, it's a beautiful tapping sound. And the last thing I got was a barefoot Venus It's a gingerly green tea cleanser packed with skin-loving extracts of white pine bark, green tea, ginseng, bearberry, and licorice. Thank you, Stress Case, for this lovely gift. Plus, it was hand-delivered to my home. Check out the Stress Case story. It's a very amazing story between a mother and daughter team, and they came up with this concept. Check out my blog for all the pictures of my goodies. And thank you to River and his team for choosing my blog podcast amongst the entries. I had to reflect on this challenge, but having a voice and a platform to share my story will hopefully encourage you to share yours. Share your story to me 
a stranger, to your friend, to your colleague, if you need to share your story, get it off your chest, do that, because it's very healing. You know what else is a great outlet? Write your future self a letter. I used this method outlet a lot growing up to get my feelings off my mind and stored securely in my journal. And when I had my daughter, I used journaling as my psychologist, except I did the writing with pen. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next Tuesday. Bye for now. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.